0: Welcome back. Welcome back. It's a hardware report. We're here, man. We're here. Lots of basketball going on, man. I'm so excited to get into the talks today. Um, We're not even going to waste too much time because there's so much we have to get into. So I'm going to just shoot it off to Kevin, Chris, the usual cast of characters. Introduce yourself and let's get right into it. No time to waste.
1: It's good to be back. One thing we're not doing is running from the grind. So we're coming at you twice a week, every single week. Happy to be back, boys. Yes, sir. Not the
2: grind. You can't run from the grind, PG. That's why my guy was trying to chop it up afterwards, but that's neither here nor there. I'm Well, um, you know, I'm happy to be back, and let's get into it,
0: man. Talk about game time. Yeah, let's get right into it. As you said, there's been a lot of exciting basketball, and, like, I, I don't know if there's been... Honestly, I have to give credit to the bubble, just because I, I feel like they still maintain this high-intensity atmosphere, despite the fact that there's no fans. But as for the last couple of days... There's been some battle for the last couple slots in the Western Conference playoffs, more specifically regarding the A-seed. Um, Memphis was the incumbent up until, I think, yesterday, where Portland jumped them over. So without further ado, let's get into the topic, man. Dame time, Dame Dalla, whatever you want to call him, the savior, man. He's, he's on a hot streak. Like, What do you guys have to take from this, especially what he did against the Mavs the other day dropping 61? I don't know. Like, It's crazy out here. Kev, what do you have to say?
1: All right, here's the biggest thing for me. And I think he, he said it so eloquently yesterday after that win. He said, I wanted a chance to get in, and they gave me a chance. I'm not coming here to waste my time, so what do you come here for? He's getting in, and his team's looking amazing. Obviously, CJ with the bad back, that's a serious blow for them going forward. But this guy is binging on teams on a nightly basis. And it's it's similar to what he did on that one stretch around January, February, I believe. Where he was dropping 50, 60 point games. The season he had is ridiculous. I think we all had him, I think we all had him second team all NBA, but man, what he's doing, I wish we could count these games. For me, it's it's just amazing to watch. It's fun. It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I remember in like one of the pods when they first announced the bubble schedule, and we were saying like, yo, like they might only win like one or two games. That's what and I said. Still, yeah, and then that's GG's. Like that's you know, what did they say? Pat the baby. Like that's, that's good night. But like this is why it's just incredible of what Damian Lillard is actually doing. Like he's not going going up against you know teams that are resting players, you know teams that have injured players. Like he's going up against these these teams at full strength, and the man is just willing the team. Like what is Damian Lillard like? Six one. Six two. I know he's not. Nah, six, nah. He's three. like he's 6'3".
1: He's six three. He's, six, three. he's six, three? All right. yeah. So
2: he's 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 six three. He's out there and he has you know the entire squad on his shoulders. Like, there's nothing like seeing a point guard just say, "I'm not losing." Like, I I don't know, bro. Like, hats off to Damian bit because it's incredible.
1: Yeah, what he's doing forty twenty two in the fourth, I believe, yesterday. Um, aside from a couple of shots against, a couple missed free throws against the Clippers. Like, what he's done, he's been on every single quarter, every single game. And it's it's amazing to watch. As Chris said, it's nothing better than a guard getting busy. Like, the, a big man, he can dunk and all of that. But when you're seeing a guy pull up from 40, beating pick and rolls, beating double teams, getting to the rim, it's beautiful to watch. And shout-out to Melo, too. They tried to write my guy off. They they weren't even going to let him back in the league. That's how crazy it is right now. And he has a chance. He's going to not – first of all, he's going to be on a playoff team starting – contributing, playing big minutes, and being extremely productive. So, I'm happy for him. And the way he's playing, this team is formidable. You have Nurkic, Whiteside coming off the bench, Zach Collins. This team's all of a sudden deep. Pretty deep going forward. Hazonia, who's been pretty good um, all season for them. So, the Lakers don't want to see this team.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I took away from it is, like, the Lakers, like, we'll get into that a little bit later, but let me focus on DM because I feel like he deserves the credit. Like, you don't want to wake up an angry bear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Damien Lillard, we know what he's capable of, right? And I honestly, I'd be lying if I said that he was going to come out and do this again because we've seen him do it early in the season. But, like, damn. Like, I, I'm loss for words because I didn't think that he'd be able to take the team, galvanize the team for one, put them on his back when it matters most, and then do what needs to get done. And he's been doing that despite the people talking bad about his name, despite the people making fun of him. Despite guys like Skip Bale is talking out of his name, like he gets it done, and he's not he's not with the gimmicks. And I've always respected that about Damon. This just painted him in a whole new light. I'm serious about business. I'm not here to talk. I'm not here to argue. I'm not here for the nonsense. I'm here to play basketball and get my team the dub. And we're gonna get this playoff seed because I'm the better player. Simple as that. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm different, but that's all. Let I'm me
1: seeing. let me get to it. Let me let me try to pivot this a bit. Let's get to what happened in that Clippers game when you missed the two free throws and they lost. And, all right, Patrick Beverly's Patrick Beverly. You know a guy like Patrick Beverly's going to talk whether he's on the Cavaliers or he's on the Clippers. See, so I kind of, like, for me as a fan, I don't really take too much credence in that because you'll drop 50 on Patrick Beverly's head and he'll still talk to you. But see, you see a man like Paul G- George Paul? Those are the type of guys that can't speak. You haven't made it out the first round since 2014, my guy. Come on. And Day- he
0: stays with bare posters. and and he
1: and he stick, and he, and he, stay, and, he put, and he runs. He's run with stars, right? He's made. He got. He got eliminated by Dame last year. He couldn't get past Braun. He couldn't make it out the first round. Remember all those times? He's, remember when he's complaining in Indiana about not getting the last shot, and then he gets it and he passes it to CJ Miles. This, I remember this, that. this guy is not
2: he's, Here's the he's, thing, though. he's
1: not that guy so when it comes time when it comes time to uh, who's really talking you haven't even won a playoff game yet and you went and linked up with Kawhi Leonard and now you're big and bad those type of guys I don't rate still as P- <laughs> you couldn't put it any better than Damian Lillard said it you're nah, yo, yeah, nah. <laughs> Damian...
2: <laughs> yo Damian Lillard was ba- like it was like a prophetic statement like you boys stay running from the grind. Like, there wasn't any way... No, nah, no, nah, that you. was directly
1: related to Paul George. No, no, nah, nah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying.
2: Like, he couldn't have addressed Paul George in any other way because it's absolute facts. Like, he's out here switching teams because he's running. Like, the reason why he's on a new team is because Daniel Lillard basically put the suitcases out in front of his crib, and that was a wrap. And remember he Paul George said, talking about taking took a bad shot. That was a bad shot. Like he stays getting wet up, but moving over to a guy like Patrick Beverly, right? Patrick Beverly, I was I listened to I listened to Patrick Beverly on the JJ Reddit podcast, and Patrick Beverly said, you know, they asked him, "What's your hardest assignment? Who do you think is the hardest to guard in the league at your position?" And he said Damian Lillard. He said that boy's mean. All right, so we know he respects him. And even if you don't respect, even if he doesn't respect him as a person, we know he respects his game. All right, cool. But here's what I don't like about guys like Patrick Beverly, right? So you know he's a bad man, but because you feel like you have the leg up in this instant, now you want to move like. Did you see how Patrick Beverly was moving on the sidelines? Jumping all over the place, he was out for anything.
0: Falling off of the stand, falling he's, all over the place, and he's Rolling injured, but he's there flopping around. <laughs> he was on an absolute Martin. He's on an absolute and he's bar injured
2: bar on a big time jester thing. So, bro, like other mans that are looking at that are saying, "Damn, like you know, Patrick Beverly doesn't rate Damian Lillard, but I remember a week before that he said Damian Lillard is the best player in the league at the position, the hardest to guard, and I can't rate that. And I, I just, like, Patrick Beverly makes me sit because he is the type of man. He's the the epitome of a front runner. The man told Steph Curry, "Your time's over. It's my time now." And he said, "Yo, bro." <laughs> Steph said, "Bro, aren't you thirty? Like family, you're thirty, fam.
1: Like, but bro, s- shut up." But see, shut up, fam. here's the thing: when a man's consistent, I'm not even gonna harp on that too much because I can say, like, he, at least I can say a man's consistent. At least I can say if 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 Pat Beverly is on the Cavaliers in game, he's still talking shit to a man. Down twenty, he's still talking shit to a man. He's still playing hard. I can't say the same for a man like Paul George. Yo, that was bro, my biggest issue with
2: that. All I ask, all I ask for a man, if you if you're not driving the bus or if you're not, you know, the leader, some type of a leader of the squad for the or some type of like a key reason of why the team is going, I can't I can't hear you, fam.
0: Ah, oh, Chris, that's all I, I'm saying. I, I that's cannot, all I'm saying.
2: I, yo, bro, like stay quiet because whether they have you or they don't, they're the clippers, bro.
0: <laughs> like, so but that's up. my problem with Paul George. Is is that it's real easy to talk as a second man up. You know what I mean? No, You're it's not even a second man. No, it's but not he even is the second that, man. Sam. Yeah, but it's not even about that. It's the fact
1: that, fam, you've been running. You haven't made it out the first round since twenty fourteen. Dame's won playoff series at least four playoff series within that time. What have you done?
0: Dame also went to the Western Conference Finals. What have you done after with no All Stars
1: after lining a tray Ball up in up in Paul George's eye? What are you talking about? That's a headshot. And you're running from the grind. Come on, man. Fucking hoes.
2: But, (laughs) no, no. I want to shout out Damon, that Mavs game, though, because, like, I know you guys watched it. um, But I don't know. Like, after the game, I was looking at the stats, and they were saying how, you know, from, like, the nine-minute mark all the way down to when CJ shot free throws, basically when the game was over, Damian Lillard had his hand in every single bucket that that team scored in a game that went down to the wire in a game where, you know, it was either Dame scoring it or Dame assisting it for the last nine minutes of the game, all the way down to the closing seconds. Like, I know, you know, if Dame... That was in like a bigger market or if Dame had the blessing that Kyrie had where LeBron came and won him a championship and now Kyrie all different he'll forever be solidified as you know what I'm saying like he will always be regarded as yeah you know that guy and Damien doesn't have that because he didn't he didn't have that LeBron James and he's not in the market so he gets disrespected in that type of way so it's just like bro like it's it's unique for you know a, and I thought before that the bubble wasn't going to have or wasn't going to hold, you know, that much significance in the in the great, grand scheme of things. But for a guy like Dame Lillard, like I'm hearing man actually saying, you oh, know, Dame is this, 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 and that. Like, Dame's been this. Like, Dame is an all-NBA player. Been this. But like, he's been like, doing this for know, years. Dame, it's looking like it took the bubble. It took you know, that these eight games to show people what he really is. Like, it will be a great debate, Dame or, or Kyrie Irving. And I feel like before the bubble, people wouldn't even have, you know, I don't think real, that's a debate, though. Nah, think, times, think, no, 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 I think I think I think would have been a debate. Would
1: have, not real. Yeah, times yeah okay, Would have, but right. I'm saying like
2: I'm saying like the the you know, the people at large, they yeah. they wouldn't have even had that debate.
1: They would have said Kyrie off rip. Yeah, I think. But, so you know, I'm happy. I'm happy for Dame. I think going into next season, it will be interesting to see um, Steph Curry healthy, Kyrie healthy, and Dame healthy. Like who's really that guy? Because. I think we could all – we all perceive, like, for what we know, from what we've seen, like, Curry is a better out of the three of them. But that's, that's like, a long time ago. We're going to go on almost two years of not seeing Curry play. So – and what we've seen from Dame over the past – not just this year, last year too, right? Because remember, he's coming off all NBA teams last year as well. What we're seeing from him, he could take that spot as that top guy. And his play is ridiculous, man. You're talking about a workhorse. Like, to me – He's probably the only person other than Harden that I can look at as this guy can run out there 40 minutes, dribble the basketball, take 25 shots, and he's ready to go the next game. He's not sitting. He's not resting. He's not on none of that. And I got to commend guys like that because certain people can't hold up. That's one thing Curry, we don't know if Curry can hold up playing this type of basketball. If Curry was playing 40 minutes, getting banged up, going to the rim, falling, and this guy's playing, we'd be worried about it. We, We don't say the same thing about Dane. He gets hit, he gets back up. And I, at the end of the day, I haven't watched him. If he never wins a championship, I'm going to have a different level of respect for him because in this age of everyone wanting to team up, he was ex- very adamant on the fact that I am not moving. I came here. I started it here. And if I don't win, at least they'll remember me here for what I did. I'm not flying around. I'm not running from the grind. I'm not with the cheap, the cheap, the cheap trophies. I'm not with that. And I got to respect him man like that. He's, he may
0: never win the ultimate prize, but there's something to be said about those guys at this point in time. And I respect that, but the problem is, is like, the reality is, is that like if he doesn't win the chip or win a chip, is that he's going to get lost in the dynasties that have come in the years. So whatever team's going to go on the run and get the next couple chips, he's going to get lost in that. And I feel like that's just, just to who how them? it goes. To but I'm them? saying, I don't know who that is, but I just find that a lot of times... Great no, no, players. I
1: mean... I mean, who get like who is he gonna get lost to? Because I'm gonna remember Dame. No, I no, think I'm the saying,
0: pe- we may remember. I'm talking about in the grand scheme of like the NBA history. right? I don't know. I don't know, man. Look oh, at some, okay.
1: Look at look at his moment. He has signature moments. I think we spoke about this. I don't remember what we spoke about. I think it was a part that we didn't release. But we we're talking about the guys that are gonna get lost in the shuffle, right? A guy like Bradley Beal can get lo- as of right now can get lost in the shuffle. Me and you may remember how nasty Bradley Beal is, but we that- those Damian Lillard shots that pull up on OKC that's going to be played forever. Your kid's going to see that somewhere. He's going to know who Dave Miller is. Just how they're going to know who Kyrie is because of that shot he hit when he pulled up on on the Warriors. So, I think... I don't think he's one of those guys, to be honest with you. He's, no, I, I, not, he's not going to be forgotten in Portland.
0: That's for no, sure. no, no, no. He's the best Blazer they've had, arguably. No, I would say he's the best Blazer, but I'm saying... Nah, not Clyde. Love- they, they, they love Clyde different over there still. They do, but... At the same time, I feel like he's going to be the best Blazer, but I just feel like he might get lost in the grand scheme of the NBA history if he doesn't win either an MVP or a chip. And that's that's sad to say because obviously his play warrants him to be submitted well, I, like, I think you're talking about like think you're talking
2: about like Pantheon great though. So like it's no, okay no, 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 no. for you not to Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's okay. Like, no no but okay. okay. Let me, give you, Let me give you an example. Let me give you
0: an example. A man like Charles Barkley never won a chip, but we always regard Charles Barkley so high, mainly because of the fact that he has an MVP.
1: No, no, no. It's because... Hold on. Dame is not Charles Barkley, though. That's the thing. I'm not saying that.
0: I'm just comparing him to say that for a guy that never really won anything, right? We really look at him as his great player, and he was a great player, but on top of that, he also has the MVP to show, to stand.
1: When it comes down to your legend, right? It's about... A lot of it comes down to signature moments. Look at some of these guys. Look at Jordan. Before you watch a Jordan game, before any kid watches a Jordan game, they've seen those signature moments. They've seen him, you know that questionable push-off, game-winner, the last shot, that other shot I, I think I hit against Boston. You have those signature moments. There's certain guys, you have Curry pulling up from 45 when that was ridiculous. There's signature moments that you have in the NBA that, fam, a kid may see this and not even know his name, but they're going to know this play, and they're going to find out who his name is. He may get, he, again, he's not going to get mentioned again with the Pantheon greats. He's not going to be in a conversation with Isaiah Magic, um, Stockton, whoever it may be, but for, in this time, he's a mainstay. He's a signature player. He has two huge shots in the playoffs to send teams home. Not just game one, we're talking. He'll get, he'll get slotted in the Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady. Right. Those mans that
2: are called you know here, like saying? people just rate you. Paul Pierce. Like, he'll get started into those type of NBA legends. Like, he's not tier one.
1: And we're I don't not, think anybody not.
2: would, you know, but like tier two,
1: tier three, yeah, like we'll bring him up. I think I um one thing I want to bring up, I, I don't know if you guys saw what uh, Earl Watson said. Uh, he was he said, he kind of put it out there because he said Dame's not going to say it. He said that last year he got approached to join a super team. And I guess Dame called him up and said, he was just talking to him about it. And Dame said, L- listen, I'm not with that nonsense. He said, I'm staying right here. He told Earl Watson this. He said, I either get it here or I don't. I'm not joining a super team. So for me, I'm interested to see who approached him. Who tried to get him to join their team? I think it would be it could be anybody at this point. Who knows? Maybe Paul George hit him up. He's that type of waste man. <laughs> yo, yo, Kevin's beefing Paul yo. George.
0: <laughs>
2: yo. Yo. If Paul George's gonna hit him up. He's like, yo, I'm trying to join the grind. Worst top <laughs> worst type of man. You I'm didn't to even join win the yet.
1: Grind. I understand if you go and then you beat them in the playoffs and then you talk your nonsense. But fam, don't think fi- we didn't forget. I I remember vividly what he just did to you. They're still playing it on NBA TV. They're still reposting it. One year anniversary, this and that. They played the game on NBA TV when lockdown was going on. Might as well forget still. Must thought I was born yesterday.
0: I mean, like at the end of the day, like. We're always going to look at Damian Litter like right now as the player that he is, right? And I feel like he garnered so much respect from this bubble. And it's great that he actually came to the bubble because, as we know, Portland was one of those teams, was the only team, I think, that voted against coming or the NBA resuming or entering the bubble, something like that, um, unless they had a chance. And clearly, they're in the playoffs now. They're currently slotted as the AC. Dame's doing his thing. And they're fighting all cylinders. So we'll see how it turns out in the next couple of days. Um, they are going to have to play the playing game um either with memphis the suns or the spurs i believe um and that's supposed to happen on august 14th but i guess that's a good segue to our next topic what do you guys make of the suns right like obviously we know that they were towards the bottom of the table but like they're on a they haven't lost in the bubble yet and they're on a streak devin winner devin booker is hitting game winners he's doing everything within his powers to get his team in the position to succeed like I never would have expected this from the Suns, and I, I would bet any money with anybody that says that they were they would expect the Suns to have been in this position with the NBA resuming because, again, the Suns arguably weren't even supposed to be in the bubble. What do you guys think?
2: All right, so with the Suns, right, clearly if they don't make it and say, they, say tomorrow because we're recording this today, so say tomorrow when they play the Mavericks they don't win or even if they do win but, you know – the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Bucks without Giannis and they don't get in, right? This just shows that they never should have been here to start, that, you know, they never even should have gotten the invite because they can go 8-0 and and they can still not make it. Push that aside. If you push that aside, this is a win-win for the Phoenix Suns, right? So if they get into the playoffs or get into the playing games, great. You guys made the most of your bubble. That means you guys went 8-0 and and it's it's all good. All right, if you don't, get into the playoffs at the same time what this is going to establish is that next year we know the standard you have to make the playoffs you guys know you have it in you you know you have it in you so it's enough with this losing culture that's what they did they burnt down the losing culture they know it's time bro like you guys have players there that can play you guys have weapons now it's just about you know Changing the mentality and understanding that the Phoenix Suns will not be losers anymore. We're done with being in the lottery year after year, year after year. It's time to be in the playoffs, and that's what I expect. It's not even a huge layoff. They're gonna if, if they go home, they're gonna be back right back in December. It's time to go, bro. Like it's playoffs or nothing. That with Ubray mentality. With yeah, Ubray. Like, Let's not right, forget that. Like, well, that Uber, has yeah. to, and they're still gonna get, and they're still gonna get a top pick. If they don't make the playoffs, they're right back into the lottery again. They have no. another
1: top pick. It's oh, time, yeah, bro. It's true. Okay, here's here's how I feel about the Sun. The way they've played has been amazing. Um, Devin Booker has touched a different type of level. I think he's as pure as it gets when it comes to three level score. That guy can do everything. And coming out of college, he was supposed to just be a shooter. And right now when you look at him, he's better off he's better at doing probably three different things before he's shooting a three point shot. So Kudos to him. Kudos to that team. They're doing this all without Uber, who I would have said is probably their second best player all year and has had a very great season. Um, If they make the playoffs, I think it's going to be quick work with the Lakers, but for the Suns specifically, that doesn't really matter to them. For me, I – let me make this clear. I want Portland to make – I think they're going to make the best series, right? If the Suns do make it, I'll be happy for them just because, as as Chris said, we're establishing a willing culture. We came here with relatively zero chance. I would, I would probably would have been one of the loudest ones saying, "Why are you bringing these guys back?" And they made a push. So if they do make it, I'm going to be happier for them. If they don't make it, I'm gonna be worried. I'm, not, I'm gonna be worried about next year because this may be their height. Yes, you won what seven and one or seven and one. They could go whatever eight and zero. We also acknowledge they played a lot of teams that were resting all their players, and. I haven't forgot. They started the season five and two, and were looking like they were taking a step forward, and then went on to revert back. A lot of that has to do with Aiden getting suspended. But again, like this franchise has a history, and I and I'm kind of wondering at the end of the day, are we going to look back and say they would have been better off serves had they went seven and zero to
0: start next season, as opposed to going seven and in this moment? See, and I beg to differ. Like again, obviously, I do feel like the. This- if they don't make the playoffs, they may have to reassess their height. But I feel like Phoenix really learns something from this bubble, even if they don't make the playoffs. Like, I'm not saying that. That's not what
1: I'm saying at all. No, no.
0: I, just, I, no, I hear what, what you're
1: differ? You said you're begging to differ. Begging
0: to no, differ. because you're saying, that, you're saying that basically if they don't make the playoffs, they have to reassess That's like, what their height. Isn't That's that what, what just What'd you just said? What
1: did you say? What I'm saying is I'm saying it could go either way. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they got to reassess anything. I'm just saying that them going, I don't believe that them playing this well is now me looking at them and saying, you got to make the playoffs. Yes, it's, you definitely take something positive away from this. But what I'm saying is, I saw this before, and in a couple months, we're gonna figure out. There may be a situation where we look at all right that seven and zero that we just got that they just got. This may have been better served if we had, if we could have got this next season because we don't know how they're gonna start off next year. When I hear that playing foot, players' foot. so
0: I don't really know what you're referring to because I'm not saying anything definitive. Okay, so I'll say something definitively. I feel like there, you can't. I feel like Phoenix can only gain from this situation for the simple fact that they know what they've learned a lot from the role players as to who they are and what they're capable of, right? We've seen guys like Cam Johnson step up in the starting lineup and play really, really well considering what he was. Remember when Cam Johnson got drafted, it was an uproar. We know that. Mikel Bridges really stepped up to the plate. I believe the other day he dropped like 20 points. He's out there shooting 51% from the field. Like, this like, is also eight games. I understand. Like, let's that, keep but let's, that in mind. Right? Yeah, obviously small sample size, but let's not let's not take away from what it is. Like you know what I mean? Like they, they did it. They did it. Javon Carter playing well. Right. They, they did Payton it. But,
1: right, right. They did it. But what did a guy like Javon Carter do for the fifty-three games before that? That's all I'm saying. Like let's like I'm again. This team played extremely well, but let's not act like this. Let's not pretend this is a season in itself. That's all I want to do. Right. When you're talking about how these players played, because again, before when the bulk. Ball- before the bubble started, everyone was on these five games that Lonzo put in before play got started. And we've seen what he's been since then. And we're talking about a lot of guys that we would say are less talented or have the less potential than Lonzo Ball. So for me, all I'm saying is let's take these eight games for what it is and and say they performed well, okay. But let's not act like this eight games is all of a sudden the new norm for some of these guys.
2: No, no, I'm what, not saying what, that. No, no. Oh, go what, ahead.
1: What, what's going to happen? What's going to happen though is that when
2: when the new season starts, you can guarantee James Jones and the coaching staff are going to go to the players and say, "Bro, like we we know we have it in us. Let's do it." They're going to heart back on the bubble, regardless of making it into the players or not. They're going to continue to say that's going to be the theme of next season. We know we have it in us. Let's go and do it. That's
1: all I'm saying. Yeah, and I, no, and I agree with you, and they should do that. As the coaching staff, you should do that because it's something positive to look to and to um, motivate your guys. You definitely should do that, but how how do the stunts front office look at this and say, all right, because we were so good within these eight games, all of a sudden, you know, we focus on these guys we have here instead of trying to improve our team. You see what I'm saying? I don't, I, like, a team can get easily
0: trapped in this moment and believe that.
1: We are the future now.
0: But I feel like if that happens, that just means you're a bad GM. Because anybody can take away from this moment and just say, these guys can actually play. But that doesn't mean that you rest on your laurels and say that we're okay now. You still. Want but we've to. seen it
1: before. We've seen it before. We've seen teams take a, a much bigger sample size than this and all of a sudden push all the chips to the table, invest completely in these teams. Is that
0: Miami Heat with Josh Richardson or Carl White when they give up bags to everybody? Tyler when Jackson. they, right?
1: And the Portland Trailblazers when LA left, Batum left, Wesley Matthews left. They were supposed to be shit. They made the playoffs. Aminu got a bag.
0: Um You get a bag. You get, you a, get bag. a bag. You get a bag. Alan
1: Crab got a bag. Everyone got a bag. So I'm just saying, we've seen this before in much smaller sample size. So to me, and we know the Suns have been a bad organization. So for for me, I just want to praise them for the job that they did. Well but,
2: the good thing is that none of their players are actually like free agents next yeah, year. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. But,
1: but it's just they don't more have to worry so of, about that. it's just more so are you gonna be actively going out there looking to get better or are you just gonna be looking for pieces to try and you know um fill in what you already have, is what I'm saying. Because you got guys like Rubio, Rubio is just getting older. I think he's on the decline. But other than that, you have players with their arrows pointing up. For me, it's just as looking from the outside in on the inside you should be bringing these guys up for these eight games, take that into next year, all the confidence, all the confidence in the world. But outside, this is eight games. So I want to talk about the team playing well. I don't really want to focus too much on any specific players aside from Booker, because I know
0: Booker can do this. But what Booker's doing isn't a question to me. Everyone else, it could go either way. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, like again, let's let's we'll take it for what it is, because again the team has performed well, but we'll see what happens or what's in store for next season, whether they carry on with this success or whether or not they decide to make some moves and upgrade the roster. But um we're hitting about the twenty-five minute mark. We'll be right back. Take a quick break, and we're gonna come back and talk about the Lakers and how they've been performing. Stay tuned. And we're back. We're back. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. So, the Lakers, man, they don't look good. They do not look good. Like I wanted to open this up, and this is gonna be quite a bit of a talk. You know, we have one LeBron fan in the group, but they don't look good, man. They almost lost to the Denver Nuggets B team with PJ Dozier out there missing a couple of three throws, saving their ass, and obviously Kuzman hit their shot, but like. I don't know, man. Is it just me, or do the Lakers not look like the front runners? Or I'm not going to say they're not contenders because they're still tied up the number one seed, but like they don't look like themselves. So they don't look like how they looked like earlier in the season. What do you guys have to say?
2: I think in terms of the teams that look the worst, you would probably like, aside from like the Wizards and like the you know whatever, like the Lakers are probably the, like the team of significance that has looked the worst in the bubble. And I'm a LeBron fan, yes. GOAT James I've been saying it. But like first of all, let's get clear the air. If LeBron retired today, at worst, he's top two. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't really care too tough about what he does from this point on in his career because he's solidified. So I'ma oh talk about that's God, how you know. Like I'm I'm am I'm a speak about, I'ma speak on LeBron objectively, because you know I'm saying like he's he's top two if he retires today. LeBron's looking like complete shit, fam. Like even in LeBron's good games with, with the, you know, the air quotes, good games where, he, you know, he, he provides the points. Bro, like, the guy's shooting, like, 42% from the field. What the fuck is that? That's not Bron, bro. Like, what is that? And in, in his bad games, he's straight ass. He's straight ass in the bad games. I'm looking at the – I'm watching him. I'm like, yo, bro, you look old. You look unathletic. You look like you can't move. You look stiff. Like, you look like you can't jump. Like, I'm like, what is going on? So my only hope is when he, he flips the switch like how he's done countless times before, and we see playoff Braun. As it pertains to the rest of the crew, I asked a question earlier, in, earlier in the bubble or earlier in the games, and I said – who on the Lakers, aside from LeBron and AD, which one of those players are better than Gary Trent Jr.? And to this day, I can't hear. I I, I still don't know. To this day, because I wouldn't I wouldn't say Kuz is better than Gary Trent because G- Kuz comes and goes. Kuz is not a hitter. I don't even know what Kuz does well. Nah, but what is, nah, but, what oh, no, 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 one no. skill, fam. Gary what is Trent. His, what is his
1: What is his Gary to What is Kuzma's go to? right. yo, you got it right now, still. No, I, but what is it? What is it? What's Cruzman's go to? All right. So <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Who's better than, uh, <laughs> exactly. than Gary exactly? And that's my issue. I don't man. have a definitive that's my answer. Issue. Listen, me personally, I never thought, like, obviously they're a top team in the West and they have LeBron James, but, like, I thought this, I never thought this team was as good as their record was or their positioning was. Um, as Chris is trying to make extremely clear, I'm just going to echo it this team is pretty shit outside of LeBron and AD. And obviously, up until about a, two weeks ago, we expected LeBron to do what LeBron does what, regardless of who you're playing. Because of the way he's played in these last five games, in these five games. And again, as I said earlier before we took this break, it's five games, so I'm not worried too much about LeBron James. I don't think the Monstars zapped his power between now and March, whenever the season ended. For me, I think, My worry comes down to: Is AD that guy? Like, is he? Because we know what he did with the Pelicans, and you know we know he's a PR monster. His accolades, personal accolades, everything he's done is undeniable. We know the talent is there, but how many times do we see Anthony Davis get frozen out of game? Right, the Lake. the, The we know what we know what the Raptors do to star players. Right, we know they freeze him out, but it's been multiple times that we've seen this guy disappear from games, and it always feels like at the very moment you need him the most the absolute big games teams find a way to phase this guy out, teams find a way to turn this guy into a three point shooter. And what happens against the Clippers? What happens against the Nuggets? What happens against the Rockets, for example? Are they gonna freeze? Are they gonna be able to freeze him out? I just don't know. And if AD gets frozen out and we take Bron as a given, he's going to do what he does, 38-8, and if we can take that as a given, who else am I going to get production from? At that point, I'm counting on coups. And again, as Chris said, one minute he's there, the next minute you can't find him. And when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. He's not doing nothing out there. And at this point, I feel like from all the way up until the conference finals, assuming they get there, they can get knocked off at any point. I don't expect Portland to beat them, but if Portland has two games where they shoot lights out, Gary Trent Jr., CJ Dame, you grab two games right there, you're a couple disappearing ass from Anthony Davis away from losing a series. Or Dame going for sixty, whatever it is. So I'm here's how I here's how I see it with that
2: though, because the way I see it is Dames gonna give you two games, right? If we if we get this Dame and there's nothing to show you why we're not gonna Continue to get this If you get this that's two games, right? I right. Bet. Now it comes down to what happens if the crew decide that we're coming along in separate that's games. That's four games. In separate, yeah. In separate, in separate, in separate, in separate, in games. separate yeah.
1: games. That's yeah. four games. I think. I think a lot of these series <laughs> like, comes down to timing. Because if we get a Dame game in the same game where Gary Trent hits eight trays, Lakers are getting blown out. That's one loss. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna be a forty point spli- right. yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you now you split that up. Now we're talking a whole different series. Now we're talking a a, a Golden State Warriors taking on the Mavs team, and I'm sorry, And regardless of who Bron is, he, I don't think he, I, he can't allow that. You can't have this type of spot on your resume, so, and I don't think he will. But, fam, I, I can't
0: lie and say it's not a possibility at this point. But Dude, yo, here's the we'll, thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. Bro. Here's the thing. When I look at the Lakers, and I, I I thought about this for a while. Like I think Anthony Davis. This is going to sound really bad. This might be a hot take, but I think Anthony Davis is the best number two that you could ask for, right? But I still think he's a number two. I think he's been masquerade as a number one option. I don't know if that's necessarily him because he's never really shown much success as a number one option, right? As a number two, you can't really ask for much more than AD. Problem is, is that if LeBron is playing the way he's playing, granted, it's still above average, but it's not up to the bronze bronze standards or playoff bronze standards. As, AD, as, of right now, as right, of right now, as right now, yeah, as
1: right now. But I feel like taking that, like expecting this going forward, is, is no. Kind of I'm realistic. I'm just
0: talking about the construction of the roster. But if, if the way I look at it, if bronze not playing to peak performance, even if you do get the best version of AD, it's still going to be challenging at times to beat some of these teams because the roster yeah, is is the pride of talent. With us. It's the the yo. Fam, yeah, I agree. The with only that. way I the
2: Lakers continue to move on is if their top 5 players play as if they're top 5 players. If that does not happen, they will lose at any step of the way whenever they falter. That's just how it is. And it's sad because I didn't realize they were this shit. Danny Green is fucking ass, bro. But yo, I told you bad. this in the
1: top 15, nah, fam. But yo.
2: No, 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 no. Because yo, I thought yo I thought he can at least shoot. Kev the man can't shoot. But yo, what I remember what I said man I said, the man this, is out I said on if cardio. the shot's
1: not dropping, he's not doing nothing because he's not even that defender anymore.
2: Alright, well, granted, I, he fooled me. <laughs> I was looking at I was looking at Danny Green as if like Danny Green is like, you know what I'm saying? Like All I'm right, looking you at stuff. these games and I'm like, like, yo,
1: fam, Danny Green, you're this bad fat? No way. Yo, you're this hey, bad. hey, Did we're talking about like, a man. What? can't pass, not even a a chess pass, fam. And he can't dribble. And this guy's in the NBA making millions of dollars starting on a team in first place. Fam, that guy's a fraud. He has made his career, he's made his name off of two good games in the NBA Finals. One with the Spurs and one with the Raptors. And with the Raptors, that one game after that, after game one, that guy was absolute shit. And that's your second
2: best player? You you have that, right? And then you have Kuzma, Who's the epitome of wishy washy? And after that, you don't even have niggas wishy washy. You, <laughs> you don't even like who's who's that? Like, we're out here depending on who. who who's
1: after Kuzma. Who are we talking about? Hey, fam, like, these guys like, should have signed Melo.
2: Like, come on, fam. Like,
1: Hindsight this is insane. Hindsight, they should have signed Melo because at least I can look at a guy and say, All right, you can do something on the court. You can hit a shot. You're we're to who we like. Who are these guys we're talking about now? We're expecting the absolute scrubbiest of the scrubs, guys that can't create for themselves to create shots. Realistically, we as a Laker fan, we gotta hinge our bets on Rondo at this point.
0: I haven't heard too much. No, rondo. I can't hear that. No, no, no. Playoff Rondo,
1: time. I gotta hinge my. Best
0: what, do you you that? Playoff playoff, <laughs> what do you mean playoff Rondo. Playoff,
1: no, 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 you mean playoff Rondo. I really don't know what I'm going. I know I playoff whoa. Rondo. Whoa. Okay, right, so you know, so you know. What are so we so talking about? It is, so stop it! Whoa! What are we whoa. talking about? It's desperation, We're Talking about desperation, obviously. I made that clear. Did I not make that? clear? Talking about wishing upon a star. That's what I did. That's exactly what I did. Because again, if the Lakers win this, if Lakers win first round, they're playing the Nuggets. I'm not a big believer in the Nuggets. But I also, again, we're a couple of good games off of these guys getting washed. MPJ goes off. You have guys on that team that can get busy. You have Jamal Murray. You have guys that can go off at any given moment. And that's a deep team.
0: This Lakers squad is bad. It's just bad. What I'm looking at is like, the, my problem is this. It's like, when you bypass Braun, we know Braun's going to give you the production and I'll place my bet in AD just to, because I feel like he deserves that. But after that, who are we talking about? Because Dion Waiters, Dwight Howard is the best player after that. But and then Dwight Howard or Dion Waiters, like who are these? Hey, yo, are, these the, are the mixed mis- up guys. Is, eh?
2: The joke is, is that they really need Dion Waiters, bro. Like yeah, Dion Waiters really is like, need him. still. They really need a man like Dion Waiters, and that's just so sad. Dion Waiters was supposed to be insurance. It's crazy, and I can't even say, oh yeah, but they're missing Avery Bradley because at the end of the day, like, oh, all right he's defending but like you can't get a point where you yeah you watch the games and you're like yo but where's the bucket coming from on this team that's what you're watching you're saying like who's about to score like i'm pretty sure they're averaging like 92 points in the in the bubble right now far like far worse in the bubble so it's just like i don't know man i really do hope as a lebron fan like i really do hope you know he him himself shows me that he still has it in him but when when I'm looking at the Lakers in totality, I'm like, yo, fam, like, you guys might fuck around and lose, and it won't even surprise me. If anything, like, if I see them as a big enough underdogs, I'm taking Portland, and I'm gonna just let the money ride. Like, that's just how it is.
0: My biggest thing that I want to take away is like, if I'm the Clippers, like, I'm licking my chops right now because I don't, I don't, I don't. Know nah, Clippers got stop. their own problems, fam. They have their own problems, but I don't see how they like just how potent offensively they are, and the fact that they can defend as well. I don't know how the Lakers. Obviously they're able to compete, but like I don't know if they're coming out of a seven game series against the Clippers. From what I've seen in this bubble. And that could be recency bias, that could be sample size, could be a lot of things skewing my my perspective, but it's not looking the way it was looking at the beginning of the season, and the Clippers are looking like they're firing on su- on all cylinders, despite. But yo, the and what do you mean? They, they look. look they, they don't the, look the good. The
2: Laker, yeah, the Lakers, but yo, the Lakers never look good against the Clippers, though. Like, yeah, AD was no, but, the one like, that was like the shining light, but like beyond that, like the Clip, man, I've never looked at the, Cl- the Lakers saying, yeah, they're beating the Clippers. I've never done that, so nah, it's but, like I haven't seen. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, but I'm saying, like, in terms of the Clippers and the Lakers matchup, like, I've always said, that I've always given the, the edge over, you know, the, the Lakers with the Clippers, because at the end of the day, like Rob's was saying, you know, they have two players in Kawhi and PG that can get you a bucket, and PG's that's a supporting fraud. cast. PG's a fraud. Yeah, alright, alright, but that supporting cast, though, know, like, we can go down the laundry list of players that can contribute. Like, even a guy like Landry Shamet. like, I don't know if the Lakers have a man like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if we, if the Lakers have a man that reliable to at least say at the end of the day, I can count on you to hit an open jump shot. So, yeah.
1: like, it was always the Clippers over the Lakers for me. Yeah, I think the Clippers are the better teams, but I just don't necessarily agree with Robs in terms that they just meet they should be they're licking their chops right now. Like, the Clippers haven't looked that great either, and there's a clear issue of this team doesn't have reps together. Me personally, with the Clippers going to the playoffs, I know who Kawhi is. No question whatsoever about Kawhi Leonard. George Paul's a fraud. And when it really comes down to it, I'm going to look to Lou Williams before I look to Paul George to, to contribute when the when backs against the wall. But even with that said, I, I don't trust Anthony Davis either. And I, when you, we're talking about Lou Williams, Trez, Jermichael Green, Zubach, like this team is deep. One of the Morris brothers. I don't know which Mark, one. The, what Marcus, the, go, the better one, the good one. Marcus yeah, sure. Scores. The other
0: one hasn't scored in the Lakers uniform. Or did he score? Yo, it?
2: and take it in. You're saying the better one, and he's ass in, in on his own, right? You know what I'm saying? So nah, imagine he's, he's, he's Marquis playing, Marquis playing well this year, though. He's playing well this year. Yo, fam, You forty percent, bro. You shoot what? Come on, yo, man. he was yo, but majority of that came from when he was on the Knicks, when he can just let it fly with no repercussions of missing.
0: Forty percent is forty percent, no matter how you. What are you, no well, you,
1: you talking? Forty forty percent on volume, fam. Let's not discredit that. Like I'm not saying this guy's a star, but let's not discredit forty percent. If you're play, if you're shooting forty percent with no one to pass to you, that's a better thing than anything. You're shooting forty-one percent, fam. But anyways, I'm not trying to get hung up on that. For me, it's just with the Lakers, man. I I don't know. They, they they these guys don't have it it's not like i can look to a guy and say oh i gotta rely on you it's just anthony davis and lebron james and there are huge question marks with lebron with anthony davis now let's say this Bron that we just see just that we're seeing right now is what is is we're going to get going forward the they're Lakers are not swept. making out the first. They're getting swept. They're not making up. out of the, first, the, first, the second. Or a, gentleman, or a gentleman sweep because they're not Damian making out gracious. Right? I don't expect that to happen. But that's why I'm just like, these guys are in trouble. Because I believe we're going to get the regular Bron back. But it's not for sure. And even if we do get the regular Bron back, I can't even count on AD. I've seen him phased out too many times. And he seems to be okay. That's my issue with AD. When I watch a guy like Embiid, when he plays bad, I see it. I know, I know he's upset about
0: it. He's crying in a tunnel.
1: <laughs> uh, regardless of what he does afterwards, whether he not comes out aggressive the next game, I at least see something. With AD, I don't necessarily see it. So I don't know if he cares. It just may be his demeanor, which is, which is who you are. But when it is, when it's time to ball, I need you to hoop still.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, again... Playoffs start. Well, I don't know exactly when they start because I think it's the 15th is when the games officially start, but the 14th is a playing game, um, which most likely will feature Portland, whoever is closest to the ninth seed. Um, It's going to be interesting because, again, like if, if Blazers get in, I'm not going to be the one to put money on the Blazers over Lakers because I feel like it's kind of wild and just... Nah, I'm putting money on that. That line will be Nah, nice I, don't know about, I don't know about that. Because so, I, I, at the end of the as day, that, like... There's it's still not like, like, as as equal said, money, Rob's,
2: fam. It's not equal Rob's. money, fam. Robs, if, if, if there are like a three-to-one underdog, you have to... You better believe I have money on Portland. You better yeah, I believe think,
1: it. I think there's going to be a lot of people putting money on that just because of the hype that we've heard. So I think the line may not be as, uh, as wide or as high as we expect it to, but... If we, yeah, as Chris said, if we're talking three to one, I'm taking that. I'll put a ten on that. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a ten on that.
2: <laughs> you're putting the you're putting the digs on it. I'll put,
0: a, I'll put a ten on that. Friend. Well, we'll see exactly what happens. I mean, hopefully the odds come to that. Maybe we can all make a little bit of change. But um, the bubble for the. For if we could say anything, the bubble's been interesting. Like I'm really, really grateful that they put this together, and I'm grateful that we actually got to see it through without any incidents. Knock on wood. That being said, um, I think it's about time to wrap it up, man. We've been talking for a little bit of, for a while. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned to our next episode. Um, we're gonna be getting into the Western Conference uh, contenders and what they're missing from the bubble. And make sure you guys go back and listen to all our previous podcasts. Once again, it's the Harvard Report. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube whatever streaming platform you're listening on. We're on all of them now. Regardless if we, if we knew we were on them, we're on the listening podcast, uh, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, whatever it is, TuneCore, iHeart, whatever it is, we're there. You can even Google it. We're there. Share the content. Make sure you give it to whoever you think would enjoy some of the uh, our hot takes. And just, yeah, like, in a word, don't hurt a good thing, man, because like, it's a good thing, man. We're out here talking some real basketball. Not, not, not the stuff that Skip Bayless be spewing out his mouth. Real basketball. But, um, Kevin, what do you have to say before we get out of here?
1: Don't run from the grind, man. Take pride in the grind. There's something to be said about those guys. The ones that run from it, that's not true success. That's it. Um, I'm, I'm excited to do the West, Western Conference, uh, what those teams need. I think that last part was extremely good. We got a good discussion, so excited for that one. Good to be back again, as always. Great to hear, Chris. Chris. Chris, take us all. Take us
2: all. Take us all. Yes, man. We're feeding the streets, as Rob says. We're on every single platform your mind can, you know, think of. Because we're not running from the grinding ourselves. We're taking that to heart. So don't hoard a good thing, and we'll be back Sunday.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely be back. Uh, well, next pod, as I said, tune in. It's going to be real interesting. And again, this is the hardware report, man. We're here giving you that real basketball take on everything. Doesn't really matter what it is, but especially as it pertains to the bubble and the NBA. So make sure you guys stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.